you for tuning in to another week of the Lucky Park Podcast. This is episode two with your hosts, Jason and Josh Schlau. We are in Wisconsin this week for the Ryder Cup. Let's dive right in, Josh. Let's go over last week's results. Yeah, before we go ahead and hop into the Ryder Cup and the format of the Ryder Cup, because it gets a little uh, tricky, and so it's a lot different. So when picking our teams, it took a little out-of-the-box thinking. Um, so our last week re- results, um, we were going back over to the Fortinet Open, and Max Homa was able to secure a win by shooting back-to-back rounds of 65. That's 7 under 65. And he had a one-shot victory over Maverick McNeely, who shot a final round of 68, four under. Um, I don't know if you watched any of it, Jay, but, you know, I watched um, Homa actually hole out on number 12 for Eagle. He had, like, a little flip wedge in there. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, like we talked about, the rough was, you know, laying down a lot, and it was playing really easy. So he was – I think he was kind of under the tree because there were two hole outs. Um Mito actually had a hole out as well, but I believe it was Homa that had the hole out from under the tree. He had a little flip wedge, carried it on the green about 20 feet short of the pin. It released and just broke left to right, right dead center of the hole. It was actually really cool. But, uh, yeah, as we expected, the roughs were burnt out. They were very friendly. Um, and with that being said, some notable finishes there. Like I said, Max Homa. Finished first. Uh, my pick in the AK range, Mito. He actually got up there to third. And let's go over a few of our picks. So John Rom, we had at 12-1. I think a lot of people did. He was highly owned, and it was pretty disappointing watching him miss the cut uh, by two. The cut was at three under. Rom only shot one under on the two days. Uh, and again, like we stressed last week, it was all about approach and all about putting. And guess what? His approach was 93rd in the field and his putting was 113th. So, um, not going to get it done. But on Thursday after the round, he did mention that he felt sick, almost like he had a stomach bug. And then one of the reporters, I remember saying, asking him if he thought he had COVID and he kind of just looked at the reporter and just started laughing. Um, and he says, no, he says what he had, uh, was he felt worse with what the stomach bug he had than he did with COVID. And he just blamed it on some rich food out there in California. I'm sure he was drinking plenty of wine being in Napa Valley. So I'm sure a little bit has to go with that. Um, we also had Kevin Na at 10,000 and man, the guy, Opened up with a 69 three under par with four birdies and a bogey. And then the second round, he just threw up on himself. I mean, the guy shot 77 in the second round. Like every yeah. time I pick Nah, I remember last year, it's like, oh, I'm high on him. He's been playing really well. Recent form is great. And I pick him. He doesn't make the cut. So I don't know. Kevin Nah, I might stay away from him for a little bit. Um, again, Approach, he was 87th, and putting, he was 121st in in the uh, in the event. So, yeah, and I, I remember, had, yeah, I remember so. getting a text from you after round number one, and you're like, "Have you seen the leaderboard? Have you seen the leaderboard?" I'm like, "No, mm-hmm. I have not." He's like, "Man, your two guys, Revi and Trungali, they're one and two. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Um, but that <laughs> quickly changed. 
Um, yeah, but they still, was, they still didn't play too, too bad. Event. Yeah, that's for sure. Especially I mean, because the weather. I mean, the weather wasn't bad, so they had ideal playing conditions. So seeing someone like Kevin Na go out and shoot, you know, three under par sixty nine, and then follow it up with a seventy seven, like, oh, well, it shows that they're human and these guys aren't robotic. So. But I did like my pick, Mito, my guy from the Corn Ferry Tour coming up. Um, I, was, I was huge on him, and he uh, he shot five under 67 in both his first and second round. He slowed down a little on the third round, but he did have a nice hole out for Eagle on the fourth hole. Or actually, sorry, on the par four sixth hole, he had a hole out from Eagle. It looked like he hit that from about 125 yards. Um, this week, he was pretty solid. He ranked second in approach and first tee to green. Uh, what got him there, he would have won this event hands down, but his putter got him. He finished 42nd in the field on uh, shots gained with the putter. So if, if he could have kept, if he could have got that putter going, he could have won by four or five shots, but he failed to. Uh, Harold Varner, the third, we took him at 9,100. He finished T16 uh, at 11 under. So that's pretty much it. Jay, on the other side, he had some guys that finished pretty well as well. Um, you had Cameron Tringali. He finished at 10 under. I remember you took him. I know you also took Ches Reeve. He finished 9 under. So, um, yeah, so we had some guys uh, get in there. But, unfortunately, we spent a lot of our load on these upper-end guys here, this John Rahm and Kevin Na, which really – really bit us in the foot, um, you know, because they, they took a lot of our bankroll. And, uh, and I mean, we really had to find some some guys that were lower priced. It was just very difficult to do when, when you're spending 12-1 on John Rahm. So, anyhow, let's throw last week out of here and let's get into this week. Jay, you want to go over a little bit about the Ryder Cup today, uh, and Whistling Straits and the course breakdown? Yeah, I'm going to give the course breakdown, uh, and then we'll get into um, how the picks are going to go uh, with DraftKings this week. Course breakdown, uh, of course we're playing uh, Whistling Straits, uh, facility in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, it's 7288, uh, 7288 yards from the, uh, the golf from the longest tees. Uh, for a par 72, the course slope rating, though the rating 76.7 and the slope is 151. It is fes, uh, fescue grass. Uh, the greens are going to be bent. Um, also, um, from my understanding is, uh, according to last, last, I think the last tournament, what they play in 2015, they played the PGA Championship. Uh, yeah, that's that's the tournament that um, what's his Jake uh, Jason no, Day uh, Jason Day finished and then Jordan Spieth uh, came in second. Uh, Jason Day isn't going to be playing in the Ryder Cup, but of course Spieth's playing. But we'll get into all that. The fairways uh, will punish. Keep in mind the fairways will punish long hitters because they are pinched in key areas and the rough is ridiculously thick lengths. Uh, the course has been really wet for the summer. I also read up that um, they hadn't watered since July, which is very unusual. Uh, the only thing they've been really doing is taking a hose nozzle and uh, some some buckets. So 
from my understanding, uh, they got more rain in August than they uh, should have gotten. So it's going to be pretty interesting. And of course, you know, um, for for I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll get into the picks, but Deshambo, I'm kind of worried about with his long ball hitting and then pinching yeah. the fairways. That's um, yeah. Um, so I think that was. I I've think got the. the uh, is one. I've got the Dust. weather. Sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. The weather, real quick. Uh, we're in the high high 60s Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, highest chance of rain is going to be Friday at 33. percent uh, Friday's winds are going to be west southwest 16 miles an hour. Saturday is going to be west at 14. Sunday's west northwest at uh, 10 miles an hour. So there's a little bit of a breeze as well all weekend. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Yeah, so how this format is uh, going to work, like we said, it's a little different. It's Ryder Cup, so this is a match play event. So therefore, the points are going to be awarded a little different, and they're going to be awarding their points based on on holes won, holes that are halved, and holes that are lost. And then the matches, they're going to be basing those points on matches that are won and matches that are halved. So the scoring, I'm going to go down the scoring, but again, when you're, um, when you're making your picks and you're deciding on these, which golfer you want to pick, just go in the DraftKings. They, they'll tell you if you go, like, when you're clicking on where you can choose your guys or whatnot, select your golfer. In the upper right-hand corner, if you're using a phone or something, you can get, like, more info on the tournament and how they're scoring it. But if you don't want to do that and you're too lazy to, I can give you the scoring. Um, the holes one. So anytime a player wins a hole, it's going to be worth three points. Anytime a hole is halved, it's going to be worth 0.75 of a point. A lost hole is going to be minus 0.75. And then holes not played. Um, my understanding of this, I couldn't really find it anywhere, but hole played, I'm assuming is if they, if your player wins a match, so they close them out like four and three. Those three holes that they didn't play, I think they get awarded 1.6 points for. I could be wrong, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me with that. And then, and again, they get uh, if they win the match, they get five points. And then a match, if they have a match, it's worth two points. They also have streak bonuses. So they're going to do three consecutive holes one. You get five points um, as a as a streak bonus. So your player wins three holes in a row, you get that five points, but they're only limiting that to only one per round. And then if your player goes with no holes lost throughout their whole match, you get another seven and a half points. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's definitely different. It definitely affects the way you're going to pick your players here. Um, but the big difference maker, I believe, here is, like Jay said, the rough's going to be really thick and gnarly. It is a long course. So not only do you have to hit the ball long, because um, I heard it's going to be very soft, that you also got to find the fairways, and you these greens are tough to putt, and the difference maker always is these greens. So putting is key, and finding fairways is key. So... With that being said, we are ready to jump right into this. Yeah, thing. And, so uh, a little bit different, too. Um, you have to pick, uh, you're going to be picking a captain. 
Um, and yes, you gonna... do. You do have to pick a captain. So, um, sorry, I just kind of jumped right over that. <laughs> so your lineup requirements for this is one captain and five golfers. So your captain it earns one and a half times of what the rest of your lineup will. So you have one captain, which they are going to be priced way higher. So, for example, you'll see John Rahm as a captain. He's 14700 but you can also take John Rahm as one of your regular players. That's weird, isn't it? You can pick him twice. Um, and then he would be 9800 as a regular player. So your captain, you can expect to pay, was that, 47-ish, 100 more? Yeah, somewhere in there. Anyhow, but yeah, they're more expensive. So just know that going in. And the reason, the reason for the captain, though, uh, you, get, you get more points if you pick the captain than you would a regular player uh, as well. Right, point and a half, one and a half times. So you do, and like Josh said, you can pick um, the player. Uh, the player could be the same as the captain as well. So we'll go ahead and jump in. Uh, let's go with. Let's go ahead. Of course, we're going to be over our ten thousand range. Anything over ten thousand is going to be your captain pick, um, because everything nine thousand and below are just going to be uh, your normal picks. So we'll go. We'll go over the the tent that we're gonna go through and pick a few captains. Uh, well, one captain. I'm playing several different lineups. I'm playing two different lineups um, on on DraftKings. So uh, who I picked uh, for one of my captain picks? It's gonna be Zanda Shoffle, twelve uh, nine. Uh, last fifty rounds, he's been one in ball striking, fifth off the tee. Ninth in approach and seventh in putting, favorable on Benton Poana. I will tell you, are a lot of my picks this week are going to be off the tee. Your approach. If you're not hitting fairways this week, you can guarantee you you're going to struggle this week. You have to hit fairways. It's almost what is it about impossible to get out of that rough. Um, yeah, you're not going to score well, I mean, getting out of the rough. Here, yeah. So. My biggest thing is uh, off the tee and an approach. So Xander, I'm going to go with Xander. Um, my second captain pick for my second lineup, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Finau at 10,000. Uh, last 50 rounds, ninth in uh, total uh, tee to green, ninth in ball uh, striking, 13th off the tee, seventh in approach, third in putting on bent, and he won the Northern Trust. So those are going to be my two captain picks this week. I do have an avoid as well um, in the captain range. My total avoid here is going to be Tommy Fleetwood at 11,700. Uh, Tommy, in the last 28 rounds, he's been 47th in tee to green, 45th in ball striking, 35th off the tee, 45th in approach, and 25th in putting. His last six tournaments, he hasn't been in the top 30 finishes uh and he finished 65th at the Wyndham in august so he's going to be my total avoid here um not my favorite guy off the tee uh i would totally avoid him at all costs what do you got josh yeah i like that i like that um so at the 10k and above again this is the captain picks i got two i got a captain pick and then an alternate captain pick like jay said i'm going to be throwing multiple lineups in this week um just because i mean it's a Ryder cup why not uh, so my captain pick is Bryson DeChambeau. I know Jay 
said he wasn't big on him. I don't know if he dug deep down into how the guy looks. So he's at 12,000. Um, again, he ranks first off the tee, which is crazy. He hits a big ball, gets it down there. Only God knows how he hits a fairway swinging that hard, but he seems to do it. I remember when he played Cantley uh, in the BMW in that six-hole playoff. The guy was just swinging out of his shoes and just, I don't know how he found the fairway on 18 all the time. I mean, because that was a pretty tight fairway. Anyhow, in his putting, he ranks 13th over the last 24 rounds and first in driving. So now remember, this is, you know, this is a, a little different. It's a match play strategy. So um, you don't really have to worry about guys making cuts and stuff like that. You just got to worry about like who you think would be good facing another individual. And I think Bryson would, is going to fare well in uh, in a match play event. My alternate captain here, I got the boy he lost to in the BMW, which is Patrick Cantley. Um, there's good reason for picking him. He's pretty high, He's pretty high though. He's 13,500. He's been on really good recent form. Obviously, he won the BMW over Bryson in that six extra hole playoff, which was awesome to watch. And obviously he, um, he won the whole thing. So he won the FedEx cup and all that. So that was pretty cool. But Cantley is third in putting nine off to tee and in his last 50 rounds. So if you want to bring it from 24 rounds to 50 rounds, Cantley is seventh in putting and 13th off the tee. So again, I like this guy. I like him. Um, He's got a really repeatable golf swing, and I think he can get it done. So, hey Josh, can I th- yeah, can I throw something out there? Uh, let's Go. let's let's talk about that six-hole playoff. So the six-hole oh, yeah. playoff would remind you about match play, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it, who it and, really and, was and match play, and, so and who what? and who lost? Two Bryson. Boys. Those two boys battled it out for six holes. I, I do like how you did pick Clint Cantley because Cantley obviously won that match play six hole tournament. But yeah, my whole point should. of this is but, you got but, to look at that as a match play tournament, and he lost. But to be fair, but to be fair, Bryson only lost. He hit phenomenal putts on so many occasions. He hit the line he wanted to hit. The putts weren't breaking. So to be fair, and he had. I think at least two or three that lipped out in these playoff holes. So to be fair, Cantley should have never won that. And you know, the craziest thing about that whole thing, if Cantley doesn't win that, he doesn't win the FedEx cup and he doesn't make, what is it? $15 million. So yeah, I mean, as far as I know, Patrick Cantley should be thanking Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. Well, Bryson on one of those playoff holes, Bryson also teed it off in the water. Like he hit the ball in the water he off did. the tee. Now, I will give it to him. He hit it right on the green the second shot and ended up making part to go to another playoff hole. But I just had to throw that out there um, just because I was considering it as being a match play tournament and this style of tournament. And it was just kind of funny that he, you know, he did lose. He did lose, but it, you know, he lost at the sixth hole. And it's pretty funny that I got both of them as my captain and alternate captain pick. Yeah, it's perfect. Do you have an avoid? Find it. I don't. I didn't really pick a voice here. I mean, they're just. We'll go it's with weird. Work. It's just. It's just so different. It's match yeah. play. So it is. I was thinking about throwing some avoids in there, but I'm like, eh. You know what? There's no cut. It's just head to head. Well, I'm, it'd I'm be it'd be somebody not week. to pick this week. How about that for your lineup? 
What'd you say? It'd be someone not to pick this week for your lineup. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Just looking at it. I mean, I like who you picked. Uh, Avoiding Fleetwood. Yeah, Fleetwood. Maybe throw maybe Victor Hovland in there. Um, His putting's not the best. Uh, His off the tee's okay, but his putting's not the best. But uh, again, I didn't do enough research, so don't take Victor Hovland and run with it. Just know I didn't pick any avoids, so I'm I'm gonna keep my mouth shut when it comes to avoids. So yeah, just. Uh, all right, so we're going to get into our regular picks. We picked our captains uh, for our couple of lineup choices. Uh, so we're going to get down into the 9,000 range because these are going to be our normal picks. Uh, a couple of lineup picks I've got. Uh, I'm going to go with John Rahm. Uh, hopefully his stomach bug or whatever excuse he came up with last week is cleared. <laughs> and he, it was very unusual, his play last week. I mean, especially missing the cut with, as well as he as he's been playing uh, week yeah. after week, it was very unusual. So I, I would not consider that being an excuse because that was highly unlike him. And I wanted to look into a, like I'm glad you looked into it, Josh, because I, I was like there had to be something wrong because it wasn't like John Rom. He's been playing good week over week. So you know like, what? Actually, I not to interrupt you. I'm gonna let you finish, but I do have an avoid in that higher range. It's probably gonna be Brooks Kepka. Just because of all the way he's been talking the past week, he's he's like how he hates the Ryder Cup and and because it's he likes doing his own thing, he likes practicing on his own time. It's a team event. He likes playing by himself. All this BS. So here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing, and and I'm gonna throw Kepka under the bus. Kepka. He, he's he's like a little child. I mean, he's got to have his own reality show. He, he likes to bash with every single player. You know, it's yeah. Bryson DeChambeau that walked behind him in an interview. Before that, it was somebody else. I mean, it, 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 Kepka's always got to open his mouth. And he, he's, 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 he's becoming a little bitch. Uh, yeah, and he, no, I hear that. Just, and if you're a Kepka fan, just please, we won't talk about him too much. Just keep I mean, I... Up, I <laughs> I mean, I, I just got to throw it out there. I just got. I've just yeah, been getting a little sick and tired of his his little childish little his fits. Aunt, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like taking but, a little. But to give it piece to the guy, of candy from natural child. talent, he says he doesn't like practicing. He doesn't. He just he's, he's shows up he's, and plays. It's insane. He's cocky and conceited. I mean, it's it's obvious. I mean, he, he's yeah. It it would be the Kepka tour if he if he can make his own tour. It'd be the Kepka tour. <laughs> I mean, the dude is all for himself. So yeah. uh, I just I don't. He's like turning into he's been turning into a little puffball. Yeah, he's a little he's, chubby. Yeah. So, but anyway, we'll we'll go ahead and get with our picks here. Uh, I'm gonna go with John Rom. Uh, I think he, you know, I just like his play. He was very unusual last week. He's listed at 9,800 um, in the regular pick play. Uh, in the last 50 rounds, he's been one. Uh, total shots gained, one tee to green, three in ball striking, seventh in strokes gained, fifth off the tee, uh, 15th in approach, uh, 29th in putting. Seems to putt better on bent greens, uh, than any other, uh, 30, he's been 38% from 10 to 15 feet, over 50% from seven, uh, seven to 10. So I really like his putting style, bent greens, he's He's been putting the best on bent greens than any other greens. 
Um, so I, I, that's why I'm really confident in this guy. Rom missed the cut, uh, last week. Uh, not like him, like I said. Uh, so he's gonna have a, he's gonna bounce back strong this week. Uh, so I've really got my trust in Rom coming back. Uh, my second pick here, I'm gonna go at 9,400, uh, Justin Thomas. Uh, last 50 rounds, 29th off the tee, one in approach, 31st in putting on bent greens. Um, Thomas has placed really well in the last two out of three tournaments, both fourth at the Northern Trust and the Tour Championship. Uh, so he has placed well in those two tournaments. I do have an avoid as well uh, in this price range. Um, going to void with all costs. Shane Lowry at 9,000. Last 40 rounds, he's been 40th, 47th, apologize, 47th in strokes gained, 43rd off the tee, 11th in approach, and 45th in putting, and hasn't had a top 10 finish since the Memorial back in June. So that's going to be my avoid here. Avoid him with all costs. Josh, what do you got? Okay, so um, in the 9K, 9, 9K range, sorry, um, I like Rory at 9,200. The guy's a great ball striker. He has enough length to play around this course. Um, he's, you know, he's proven that he can get his way around difficult courses. Um, over the last 24 rounds, he was 11th off the tee and 5th in putting, so... He's been pretty good over the last nine events, making the cut in all of them. So, again, um, I guess the Tour Championship actually doesn't count. So, uh, he made his last eight cuts because I think I took the Tour Championship into consideration. But that doesn't count. But, anyways, he's on good form. I do like him. Um, And then my second pick here is Patrick Cantley. Again, I have him. As my captain pick, uh, my alternate captain pick, and I do like him in the 9K range. So if you don't pick him as a captain, you might be able to throw him in as alternate captain. You're just going to have to watch how you budget. So it could get a little tough budgeting, but I do like him in that range. Um, for all the reasons I already said, he was third in putting over the last 24 rounds, ninth off the tee. Um, and then over the last 50 rounds, he's seventh in putting and 13th off the tee. So... You're going to be paying a big premium for him, taking him as a captain pick at 13-5. So if you avoid him as a captain pick and maybe pick somebody else and then take him here in the 9K range as one of your regular golfers, that's a possibility. I don't. You just got to mess with your lineup and see how it plays out. So, I, again, I have no avoid, and we're going to run right into the 8K range, Jay. Perfect. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we've got in our 8K range, uh, he's going to be one of my captain picks, Zanda Schaufle. Uh, last 50 rounds, one in ball striking. I've already gone over these stats, so I'll just go ahead and repeat it. Uh, ball striking, fifth off the tee, ninth in approach, seventh in putting, uh, favorable on Bent and Poana. Here's been my hard decision. Uh, my, my next pick here, it's, this has been tough, and this is one of the reasons why I went with one over the other. Uh, so I went with Harris English here beside, uh, instead of Bryson DeChambeau, actually. Uh, so I did go with, with Harris English. It was a very tough decision. He's at 8,100, last 50 rounds, fifth, fifth in, uh, total shots, Gained 13 tee to green, uh, 
one in strokes gained, 19th in approach, and one in putting on bent. Uh, so the reason why, like I said earlier, the reason why I didn't go to Bryson because uh, of his length off the tee, the fairways on this course will punish the long hitters because of the pinched areas and the rough is uh, extremely thick. Um, so that, that's one of the reasons why I had a hard time picking here. Now, I mean, I'm thinking the wind's going to be a factor at this course, uh, especially with my predictions here. So maybe it will shorten Bryson up a little bit uh, with the wind conditions. So um, he may be all right, but, you know, I'm going to go with English over Bryson here. Uh, my total avoid, I'm going to avoid at 8,800 Jordan Spieth. I understand Jordan Spieth in 2015, He's he's he did runner-up. He finished runner-up at the PGA Championship here at Whistling Straits. Um, hadn't been playing really well. Um, and one of my reasons is, you know, he's been 47th in ball striking, 45th off the tee, 45th in approach, 15th in putting on bent. Um, and he just hasn't been placing well, uh, 12th at the St. Jude, 73rd at the Northern Trust, 34th at the BMW, and 20th recently in the Tour Championship. So, um, to me, he hasn't finished top 10 here recently. I just, uh, avoiding him at all costs. Okay. And so now my AK pick range, I'm sure you can guess, Jay, who I like. Oh, here we go. Who do Bryson. I like here? Let's, let's jump on the Bryson wagon. Oh, yeah, the long ball. Let's go. Bryson, hands down, I like him as my, I liked him as my captain pick, um, but I also do like him in the AK range. I mean, again, throw multiple lineups in there, maybe throw one of them with him in the captain, one of them with the AK, maybe one of maybe one lineup with them in both. Um, who knows? I mean, there's so many combinations you can make here. That's kind of cool because you can pick the same golfer twice, which is very interesting. Um, uh, let's see. I'm big off the tee with him. He, he still ranks out first. Um, and Jay was concerned about his length, but I mean, if he's concerned about his length, then he just, where it, where it gets a little tighter, pinches off, there's rough or something. He just hit a five iron. 270 so he'll be good um his putting he ranks 13th in the last 24 again so i do like him at the ak my other pick it's going to be a little risky play but i'm going to pick dustin johnson i know he complains about these greens here at whistling streets um he he, he i last time he played here i think he just non-stop bitched about him but um he's a risky play he's the best in the last 24 rounds with his putter, he's ranked first. So if anybody can complain about greens, it's him, but I think he'll play a little better um, in match play. And he ranks 31st off the tee. So that's, that's kind of where the risk comes in here, but he does have the length to play this course. So I'm not high on him, but, I am going to throw him in a lineup. Um, Bryson DeChambeau is my go-to guy in this range, though. Yeah. Um, Dustin comes in at about 25% owned here, uh, 15 out of 19 cuts. Um, so, I mean, wasn't bad pick. I like it. I like it. Um, you have any avoid? No, I don't have an avoid. I'm not going to have one for three Oh, yeah, that's either. right. Yeah, you. we discussed this already. 
All right, let's draw, let's jump it down to the 7,000 range. A uh, couple picks here. Tony Finau, uh, he was one of my captain picks at 7,200. Uh, so let's repeat the stats. Last 50 rounds, ninth. Uh, Tita Green, ninth uh, in ball striking, 13th off the tee, 7th in approach, 3rd in putting on bent, uh, won the Northern Trust. My second choice here in the 7,000 range is Colin Morikawa. At 7,600. Uh, last 50 rounds, ninth in uh, total shots gained. Fifth, Tita Green. Third in approach. And um, 17th in putting on bent. Finished second in the Memorial. Fourth in the U.S. Open. And in June, he won the Open in July. Uh so that's going to be my pick here in the 7,000 range. I do not have an avoid here. Okay. Um, I am going to also pick Tony Finau at 7,200. I do like him. Um, again, Jason basically spit out everything that I like about him. Um, he's a great pick at this price range. He ranks 11th in putting and 25th off the tee in his last 24 rounds. Um, and like Jay said, he's, although he did miss cuts in back-to-back weeks at the U.S. Open and at the Travelers, he's been on great form ever since then. So as far as recent form goes, he looks great. Um, no avoid. And that's it for 7K. I only got one guy. Perfect. Uh, let's jump down to the 66,000 range. Uh, I've got one guy here, Paul Casey. Uh, 6,800, last 50 rounds, fifth in ball striking, 11 off the tee, third in approach, uh, fourth, 43rd in putting, and uh, 41st in DraftKings points. So here's the biggest thing with these lower picks is you kind of have to pick your poison. Um, yep. You're going to have... Uh, a, a guy that's great off the tee, great in approach, but he's struggling with his putter, uh, vice versa. So uh, my biggest thing here with the lower picks, um, I'm looking for somebody uh, that's great off the tee and great with approach. Uh, putting, I think, could always uh, hit or miss with the putting, but if you're not hitting fairways this week, um, you're not hitting greens, uh, you're going to struggle. I mean, that rough's going to be killer. Uh, so one of the biggest reasons why I picked Paul Casey, uh, my avoid here, I do have an avoid. It's going to be Ian Poulter at 6,400. Last 40 rounds, 47th uh, tee to green, 47th in ball striking, and 47th off the tees, 43rd in approach. Um, he's 7th in putting uh, <clears throat> on... Bermuda, uh, just under 30%, but we're playing Bent here, and he's under 20% on Bent. Uh, he's my total avoid. Like I said, you're going to pick your poison here. Uh, you're going to have a guy that's going to be really good um, and then uh, really poor in one area. Um, so what do you got, Josh? Um, I actually like Paul Casey, too, at the 6,800 mark. Like you said, off the tee is big here. He's right a little better than middle of the pack at 19th in his last 50 rounds so um and his approach is solid the only thing he struggles a little bit with the putter but i think he can get that going and turn that around i also i mean it wouldn't be a Ryder cup without throwing ian poulter in your lineup the guy's 6400 <laughs> it's ian poulter if anybody knows how to play the Ryder cup love him or hate him he's the guy 
that knows how to play. He he sucks off the tee, so that's kind of hard to swallow, but he's seventh in putting, <clears throat> and his short game is really good. He ranks fifth in that, but... I mean, how do you not take Ian Poulter to do? So are we are we just going ahead and saying that Ian Poulter is going to have to bring his weed eater this week? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he pro- he's going to be whacking like, all in that. Probably don't pick him. I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, it's. Ian I mean, it, it, like, yeah. I mean, it's. Have it, you ever seen either, how hype this guy gets for freaking Ryder Cup? I mean, like, you were talking about his. Insta- if, you were talking about his Instagram. I mean, he's yeah, a must follow say, on Instagram. If you guys don't like. A lot of people don't like him. Yeah, go USA, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. But um, go look at this dude's Instagram and follow him on his social media. Josh, let's... Uh, let's, let's he's, cl- he's classic. Let's he's, admit. He's a great follow. Let's huh? admit. Our Instagram first, Ian Poulter second. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he probably has a little more followers than us on his Instagram. Not by much. I mean, we're getting there, but... Uh, yeah, he's got a few, um, he, but his Instagram hands down is one of the best Instagrams I've ever seen. Like he's funny. He's class act. He's, he's just, I mean, he's an all around good guy. He really is. Just, Um, just, just definitely look for him taking a club out of his bag and putting in the weed eater. He's going to have the weed eater in the bag this week. Well, if you, if you've seen his garage, I mean, this dude has probably 300 golf clubs just laying around with his golf simulator and everything. So if he if he leaves the club out of the bag, he probably forgot it at the house. So <laughs> but no. So are you going not. with Ian Poulter? What's that? Are you gonna go with Ian Poulter in one of your lineups? Uh, yeah, yes, just because it's Ian Poulter. And okay. I can't wait to talk next week when this guy just like hits every fairway and like He's number one in the in the week of fairways, even though he's garbage with his driver. It'll be interesting. I believe in him sure. this week. No, but but to be fair, at the sixty eight at the six thousand range, uh, I do I like Paul Casey. So uh, Jay hit it right on the head. And like this is this might be the best guy in this in this range. Um, I know I want to get to this before um, before we move on. Shane Lowry, I know Jay said for what your nine thousand. Range, Avoid, yeah. um, yeah, but the nine thousand range, it just know that that's his captain pick price. Um, his actual normal price is six thousand, so um, just just note that. But again, I like Paul Casey. I love Jay's pick there, and I'm throwing Ian Poulter in there, dude. It's Ian. Boy, oh boy, Poulter. Boy, oh boy. Oh, please. <laughs> Please uh, make make this one your do- uh, your dollar uh, your dollar lineup. <laughs> yeah, if you're throwing them in, just uh, we, I don't want you to lose a whole lot of money this week. Let's make it your dollar lineup this week. I'm going with I'm all in on Ian Poulter. This guy knows how to play Ryder Cups, <laughs> and it's not even. Well, I guess you don't really get points for hyping up your own team, which he's going to do, which doesn't matter in DraftKings because it's about his performance. But let's go. He wears the coolest pants in golf. So let's find out if he's got an Instagram about this week. I'm sure he does. Pull it up on him. He loves Instagram. Oh, he he sure the hell might. (laughs) But do you have anybody in the uh, 5K range? I I didn't even pick anybody. I've got I've got one guy. I've got one guy. One guy. Okay. I I went with uh, I went with Scotty Scotty Shuffler at 5800. Last 50 rounds. 
Third tee to green, third in ball striking, seventh off the tee, seventh at approach, and 27th at putting. I mean, the guy's pretty solid in the 5,800 or 5,000 range. I mean, I just, I can't not pick him. I mean, look at them stats. It's just. Okay. No, I like that then. You know what? I'm going to throw in. There's one other guy that kind of just stands out on paper right away. Please don't be my boy. Okay. Thank God. I mean, yeah, he, (laughs) he looks good. He's fifth in putting over the last 50 rounds. Off the tees, 39th, so middle to back of the pack. So, but um, if you look at his recent finishes, he finished 18th in the Tour Championship. Um, how many cuts is this in a row? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 cuts in a row he's made. He's had four top fives. He won the Travelers, finished third in the U.S. Open, finished fourth at the St. Jude, So and finished 18th at the Tour Championship. So, you know what? If you need somebody cheap, there's your guy, Harris hey, English. Hey, Josh, I'm going to throw this one at you. Go so, ahead. Uh, Ian Poulter, okay? Right. I've got him set it out last 40 rounds. Okay. I'm going to compare him to my avoid in the 5,000 oh, range. There we go. <laughs> last 40 uh, rounds? Uh, no, no. My avoid in the 5,000 range, he's only played 28 rounds. The last 28 rounds. Uh-oh. So, gotcha. we're comparing it 40 rounds to 28 rounds, but listen here, Okay. This is Wise Weisberger, okay. Last twenty-eight rounds, forty-one, forty-first in ball striking, okay. Ian Poulter, last forty rounds, forty-seventh in ball striking, okay. Forty-third <laughs> off the tee, Ian Poulter, forty-seventh off the tee, okay. Uh, 35th in approach, Ian Poulter, 43rd in approach, and then, uh, and then, um, I mean, Ian Poulter's got him on putting, but we'll, we'll go there. I just, I just wanted to throw that in your no, face a little fine, bit. That's fine, because now it's time for me to rebuttal, because I got high hopes, I got high apple oh, pie shit. in the... Alright. We know so you got a talking, little infant, so we are... Weisberger. Okay, so... So let's go over his past finishes, okay, compared to Ian Poulter. This ought to be interesting. Okay, so the Open. Let's go. Uh, Here we go. So his last one, two, three, four, five, six. If we're comparing in the last six events that they both have played, Weisberger has missed the cut in four of them. And the other two, he finished 59th at the Open and 40th at the Masters. But guess what? He's my avoid. He's played in a lot of tour events. He's my avoid. He's played in a lot of tour events. January, (laughs) he's played March, April, May, June, and July. He's played nothing in August, nothing in September. Okay. You're sticking up for Ian Poulter, but keep in mind, Weisberger's my avoid here. Total avoid. So, yes. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, but you're trying to compare my boy Ian Poulter which if we go over his last six, one, two, three, four, five, six, let's make it seven because the seventh one is his best finish. There you go. <laughs> the Charles Schwab, he finished third. He made every single cut. Uh, the U.S. Open, he finished 40th. St. Jude, he finished 10th in early August. And the Northern Trust, he finished 31st. I don't know. It's 
I'm just picking him solely off of that. It's Ian Parker. I, I like it. Sure. I like it. Um, keep in mind the tournament play starts Friday. There's no tournament. There's no Thursday start here. Um, That's correct. So and I was looking for some start. of the DraftKings too. Um, so if you're going to get your lineups in, try to at least reserve your spot. You can tinker with your teams all the way until start, um, but make sure you at least reserve your lineups because I know a lot of the lower. Uh, lower tournaments, whether you want to get in a $5, $10, $25, they're very limited. Um, they're not going crazy with them. So, again, if, if you're trying to get in an event this week on DraftKings, just go in there and at least reserve it. And whether you want to tinker with it every, you know, before it starts, then do that. But you want to just make sure you have that spot. And I think what we're going to do, too, uh, me and Josh were kind of discussing, uh, we're going to do some lineups with FanDuel. Um, there wasn't anything here with FanDuel that we, you know, we, with the Ryder Cup, but we may try next week a, uh, DraftKings and a FanDuel lineup. Yeah, we might, we might. It's so a, it's a discussion. So but, um, once again, like I said, uh, the, our contact information on social media will be in the show notes, uh, to reach out to us. Uh, we've got a few questions uh, coming in. We'll go over questions next week. Uh, we're still kind of answering some questions that have been coming in. Um, we uh, we need to get that Facebook page up, Josh. Uh, we do have the TikTok video. We do have Instagram. Keep in mind that we are posting some golf tip videos on our Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thanks to Josh Lau. Uh, you guys get to see his wonderful coaching skills. So check him out on TikTok and Instagram, uh, but also follow us. Uh, we got three followers so far. Be our fourth. Uh, Damn, that's that's crazy, man. Uh, it's it'll three. get there. It'll get there. But as <laughs> as always, may your screens be green, and yes, we will sir. see and you next week. Yep. Thank you for listening, guys, and we truly appreciate the support. So I hope you enjoyed um, this uh, podcast and this episode of the podcast, and I hope you guys are having fun and stay safe out there.